Hey, what's up, people who actually tune in? Uh, wanted to clarify something from my last episode when I was talking about dating and my openness to it. So I just want to clarify that um, I don't have a problem with either men or women. I only have problems with like individual people. It's not even that many people. And for the people I actually do have a genuine problem with, they're not in my life. And uh, there are people in my life I used to have problems with, but we worked them out. And there's also people who are who I've had problems with that are no longer in my life. Because I go where I'm treated best. And for me, all options are on the table. And I think that those are the two most deeply misunderstood things about what I teach on this podcast. Number one, that all options are always on the table. Because once you have that mindset, that abundance of like your autonomy and how you can shape your life, things get very confusing. Because you're overwhelmed with like control. You have a system for total control. And you're aware, or at least I hope you would be, but you would have to be aware of it to be confused, where you're aware of consequences. And the thing is, like, we have to make the decisions that will make us feel good and put us in a, in a place where we are stronger, better, and wiser, and more ethical. And that's not always going to be easy to determine. However, that confusing state of being is such a better place to be than in a mindset of scarcity and, you know, you're a prisoner to your current circumstances and you're not allowing yourself to do things that would make you stronger, better, wiser, more ethical. Anyhow, um, the other one, go where you're treated best. I, I think people really get confused here too. Even me sometimes. Like, I also get confused by these too. So it's not just you guys, it's also me. Um, the thing is like, you know, you might have a habitual relationship where it's just out of habit you interact with these people. And sometimes maybe you're even forced to because you work with them, like they're at your job. Or maybe they're your family member. Maybe they're a friend that you just talk to all the time. Well, the thing is like, one important thing to remember is that we teach people how to treat us. And... It's okay to step on other people's toes, figuratively, and say, you know what, I don't really appreciate you saying or doing X, Y, and Z. Um, could we make an agreement here? You know, just be calm, cool, collected, and rational about it. You know, maybe that will be hard for you, but that's the best way to do it. And just remember, so many people that trespass against us or cross us in some way, they're, they usually have no idea they're doing it. <laughs> they usually don't even know. Think of how many times someone's confronted you about your behavior with them. <clears throat> Whether it was something you said or something you did or whatever. And they're upset with you and you have no idea why. Well, that's being on the end of it. <laughs> right. But those things, like when you're on the other end of it, like uh, someone's trespassing against you and crossing you. You know, things are really intense because, you know, they're doing things that affect what matter to you. Or it matters to you to some degree where you're negatively affected by it. So it's going to be hard to be calm, cool, and collected. But the thing to remember is that, like, a lot of people have no idea what they're doing. And, um, also, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. 
it may it might be intense to feel those things but it's not a big deal so i just wanted to clear that up in this episode uh before getting to the main topic that i think those are the two most misunderstood things that i teach on here is go where you're treated best and all options on the table because it I mean, the, it makes sense at face value. However, when you start implementing that advice, you go where you're treated best. It gets confusing. Because like, oh, but what about this person that I value, even though they provide me bad experience? What do I do? What do I do? Talk it out with them. And then also, like, with all options being on the table, I don't like my life. But, you know, if I do this, it would be risky. It's like, don't worry, dude. You can go back to your boring, fucking horrible life if it fails. I mean, chances are, chances are, or you'll just end up somewhere different, you know, and the key thing to remember with all this is we need to have flexibility with life. Like in this period of our lives, it's going to be like this, maybe it's not ideal or satisfactory in a lot of ways, but we just have to make do until we can make our lives a better way or until life changes on its own. And then we're over here and it's going to be like this and maybe it's a little bit better. Maybe it's a little bit worse. You know, we have to be flexible with life. You know, sometimes you got to learn how to bend if you don't want to break. Anyway, the the real issue in the in today's podcast episode that I wanted to talk about is my situation with dating. Um, but those things I mentioned are related to this. So I love men. I love women. I love everybody. People are cool. I don't even have a problem with modern women. I say that as a red-pilled guy. Like, I don't have a problem with modern women. If, if modern women tend to naturally be more masculine, then so be it. I'm not opposed to dating them, even though I'm a masculine guy. Uh, you know, it's nothing about women. It's just, for me, I'm, I'm happier single. But don't get me wrong, sometimes I do fantasize and think about, like, what if I was in a relationship? And the thing is, I take notes on what I think about. I'm like, what fun things would we would we be doing together? How would we resolve conflicts? Um, what would our future look like? How would we coordinate with each other? Because at the end of the day, like the kind of woman I want to have, at least at this period in my life, if someone who, whether they're extroverted or introverted, you know, I, I want them to be like me where we're constantly improving our mental health, physical health, financial health. The exchange would be, I provide the woman, the girlfriend, psychological security, physiological security, and financial security. And in exchange, she would provide me regular sex, domestic comfort and companionship, and potentially children. And if she didn't provide me children, I'd be happy with that in equal exchange. Um, let's see, where can I take this? Uh, I want to give the best of myself to my next date. Um, and don't don't take that the wrong way. I'm not saying I'm going to talk about getting married on the first day or anything like that. I'm against marriage for myself. If other people want to get married, you know, I'm happy for them. If they chose to do that, it would make them happy, and that's how they want to go. That, that's fine by me. For me, I don't see a benefit in getting married, and I also don't want to have kids, at least at this point in my life. Um, but, uh, you know, when I give the best of myself, I mean, like, I'll, 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 I'll just be myself. I'll, I'll just be 
confident, charismatic, kind, insightful, and you know, be be able to um, have fun together and create new experiences together. I want her to give the best of herself to me too. And I I've seen a lot of like da- dating content on the internet catered to men and women. I've read books catered to men and women on dating, and I I've, I've you know I've seen it all. And so much of it is always like about like um, you know the man has to be the dominant one or the woman has to be the dominant one. The other one has to submit. Like, is it really absurd to think that? A power couple would be a good idea where it's like they can do both. <laughs> like the dominant and submissive thing or well, I guess what I mean is like taking a lead. Or depending what you're into, like, you know, and maybe some some days you dominate her, she dominates you. You know, varieties, spice of life, change it up a bit in the bedroom. But I mean, what I was really trying to say was like, you know, shouldn't the the man usually lead and then the woman does too at different times for different reasons, for different things? Like, I, I don't know how black and white these things really are, but, like, you know, I'd be, I'd be fine with a woman taking charge every once in a while. Maybe not regularly, but um, I'm, I'm not speaking out of ideology. I'm speaking out of my own individual personal preference. Like, my personal preference is I would like to lead the majority of the time. But like like I'm saying, it's like, you know, I'm open to the idea that maybe it should be more equal than that. Not that I believe in egalitarianism, per se. I don't believe in equality, but I mean, I'm talking in terms of like what I'm okay with. And um, I'm open to dating in the future once I'm my best self mentally, physically, and financially. And I'm fully independent, living on my own. I make a decent amount of money and I have a decent amount of money put away. And ultimately, if I'm my best mental, physical, and financial self, I'd be willing to date again. And I don't care if the the girl's a masculine G.I. Joe bitch where she's all like uh, crazy or whatever. You know, fine. If, if, if she passes my vibe check, she passes my vibe check and we're able to be a couple, so be it. Yeah, that that's how flexible I am with life. <laughs> I, I'm flexible about it. Now, however, the thing is, like, to my current belief, I am happier single. That is to my current belief. Um, because I don't have to answer to anybody. There's nobody for me to answer to. And I don't have to have game face all the time or be an alpha male all the time. I can just come home from work, go to the gym, go to the library, make progress. And you know what? Like, sex is not everything it's cracked up up to be. I've had a lot of sex in my life. And it's never as great as my mind anticipates it will be. And you might argue, well, you haven't been with the right woman. No, I've been with the right woman. I've had the kind of sex that will make you cry. And you're that intimate with a woman. You know, I, I've been there. And that's something you only get once in a blue moon in life, in my opinion. But yeah, it's like, I've, I've had great sex. I've had the best sex. I, I've had sex. Not too many one-night stands. I even haven't dated that many people either. I mean, women in particular. Because I'm a heterosexual. I'm straight. And, uh... 
Yeah, I, I just... I don't know if I'm MGTOW or not. <laughs> MGTOW is uh, men going their own way. It's an abbreviation. But the thing is, like, MGTOW content on the internet, they're always poking fun at women and talking about female nature in a negative way and talking shit about minor women. I'm not with that. I'm not a simp either. I don't pedestalize anybody. I just respect everybody equally. <laughs> I respect everybody equally. I... I, I, I'm not on team guy or team girl. I, I'm, I'm just me. I'm just doing my own thing. I thought that's what MGTOW would be about. But I don't know if I'm technically MGTOW or not because I'm open to dating. But I am, I am going my own way. And that's even outside of the Red Pill scope too. I'm like, yeah, the Red Pill has a lot of good insights and this and that. However, you know, I, I want to live my life the way that I want to live it and... My standards for myself are very high, so therefore my standards for my girlfriend will be very high too. If that means I never date, then I never date. You know, if that means I never have kids, I never have kids. I don't even want them. And you know, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just doing me, and that's my number one rule in life. There's a podcast episode about that here on this podcast. Rule number one in life: I'm a do me. You know, I'm going to live my life how I want to. And, you know, even though the red pill communities, whether they're MGTOW or not, um, or black pill, like, they have a lot of great profound insights that are very difficult to challenge and argue. And even with that said, you know, I don't want to live my life parroting rhetoric of any group or ideology. I just want to live my life in a way that makes me happy, better, stronger, and wiser and more ethical. And I don't think that a lot of content from MGTOW or the Red Pill or Black Pill are particularly wrong. You know, for, for me, I'm just going to deal with, deal with it, you know. I live in America, I'll just deal with it unless I move somewhere else. Like, get a tech job and be remote and have a more, have, have a, live in a society of more feminine, cooperative kind of women. Then, yeah, if I really want it that bad, I'll do it. But I'm not even in a place to be dating right now. I'm not. You know, I'm not my best mental self. I'm not my best physical self. I'm not my best financial self. I'm not my worst either. Um, I'd give it between now and five years, and I'll be my best self entirely. I'll give it five years. And that's assuming I do all the things correctly. Continue going to the gym. Continue eating properly. Continue proper financing and budgeting continue my job continue education and then get a tech job and just do that it's under the it's under the assumption i will be my best self in five years if i do those things and so far i'm still doing them so we will find out and consistency hasn't always really been my thing anyway I know what it takes. It's just very difficult. And it's not just because of my own nature in essence. It's also because of like different multifaceted things in life. You know, from being opportunistic to, well, that's part of my nature, but also like just things not going how they should. You know, I was actually in great shape from 2017 and 2019 up until COVID and how the U.S. government handled everything. 
I was in good shape. And they shut down gyms. And I, I, I just, I, I, I didn't have good habits at home during COVID and things were really tough. And yeah, I got really fat and I got really depressed and, um, I lost my social edge and, um, I'm just building it back, but you know, just like Joe Biden or whoever says build back better or whatever their stupid saying is, I, I kind of like it. Not for political reasons, but it sounds cool. Build back better. Yeah. yeah I'm doing that, but for non-political reasons. And, uh, that leads us to the ultimate question is the self really something that has to be improved. Well, just to clarify again, like everything I'm saying here is like under the premise that I could be a better me and have better love with someone who is a better version of themselves. However, I think there's truth outside of that framework. I think there's truth where if you want to go find love, go find love. Even if you're not your best self mentally, physically, or financially, even if you're not fully independent, even if you're homeless, I've seen homeless couples too. There, there's a couple in my town um, who've been together for over for over two decades, and uh, they still date each other. They're still gaming. The, the grind didn't stop for them. They may be homeless, but they they're in love, baby. They're in love. They're attached. They're they're good. There's hope out there for all of us. Oh yeah, funny story from my life. Um, there was this kid, um, I won't say his name. We'll, we'll call him a uh, nicotine patch kid. I might have mentioned him on the show before. But he, he's got, he was born with fetal alcohol syndrome and he, uh, he was kind of mentally challenged. I don't know if that's offensive or not. I'm not trying to be offensive. But I don't want to say the R word. He was just like not mentally all there pathological liar it, it didn't matter if he got caught lying about the same thing he'd still lie about the same thing thinking that we would forget or something like it's so sad and uh he found love <laughs> he became a dad he voluntarily became homeless and then he found a woman that i forgot her name but um she she was just as like her, her she was just as intelligent as him i will say I'm not saying that to be disrespectful or snarky. I'm telling the truth. This is not to be comical. It, it's funny to me because I'm, it's so absurd. And maybe it's funny to you because it's so absurd. But I'm actually being serious. Like, they're at the same mental capacity together. And then they produce a kid. Is that ethical? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's not even in my business. But I was happy for him anyway. And I, I think he married her. I can't remember. But I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, the, the point is there's somebody out there for everybody. I don't care how hard that is for you to believe. I've seen it. I have seen it. And, uh, you know, to play devil's advocate uh, against myself, you know, it's like, are my standards too high for myself? Are my standards too high for women? Like, I don't think so. Because I can't really help what I want. I can't help what I like. But like I said, I also have the flexibility. It's like, fine, if she's masculine and we vibe and, like, we want it, then, yeah, so be it. Now let's, let's try it. Um, by the end of the day, it's like, just do you. <laughs> yeah, you do you, I'm going to do me. Uh, 
but yeah, I'm 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 cool. Generally, everybody, I'm I'm generally cool with everyone, men, women, modern women, you know, whoever, whoever enjoys anime and eating Chinese food, going to the gym and reading books and going to art museums and going to different places and seeing different things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, who, who, whoever fits those bills, and they can give me the best of them, I can give them the best of me, and yeah, we might have a future together. But yeah, like, I, I, I might not date again, just, uh, I might not, I'm just not dating for now, I'll put it that way, I'm not dating for now. It's not just the fact that I'm not my best self, yeah, it's also because I'm just genuinely happy right now. Um, because relationships, needless to say, can be very stressful. Thanks for listening.